Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Listen, you know I love a week where we get to do bonus shows like we did yesterday. And guess what? Friday, too. Listen, it's a week. It's a week. Today, we continue our special series called Build Your Board. It's a That Sounds Fun podcast series in which we want to help you find the voices you need to live the life that you want. If you haven't gotten your guidebook for this series, or if you want to see more resources, go to AnnieFDowns.com slash build your board. That's where you can download your copy and see a lot of links of what we have been building and thinking about this month. Before we dive into today's conversation, let me tell you about one of our incredible partners, Athletic Greens. Listen, if you're looking for a simpler way to incorporate all the nutrients you need into your day without taking a bunch of different supplements, give AG1 by Athletic Greens a try. AG1 was designed with ease in mind so you can live healthier and better without having to do a lot of steps. It is the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute. All you do is mix one scoop of powder in cold water once a day, or if you're like me, maybe give it a shake with a couple of cubes of frozen lemon juice for a little extra something special. Every scoop is filled with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced quality ingredients to provide a ton of benefits. AG1 supports your gut and mood, boosts energy, helps your immune system, and supports healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. Plus, their single serving travel packs can just be thrown into your bag so that it makes sure it's easy to bring it along with you. And AG1 is delivered like clockwork every month, so you don't have to set a reminder to order it or worry about running out. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, AG1 is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun. That's athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun. Check it out. Today on the show, we are continuing our Build Your Board series with my friends and two of my favorite pastors, Micah and Shireen Eldridge. The Eldridges have been doing ministry together their whole 20 years of marriage. I was in their wedding. Trust me, it's been 20 years. They are both pastors on staff at LifeGate Church in Omaha, Nebraska. I will be there in the spring at their women's conference. And they are trusted, faithful friends of mine that I know are praying on my behalf. They are part of my prayer team. And as we talk about who might be missing on your board, it may be a person or people who you know are consistently praying for you or that you want to be consistently praying for you and want to know when there's something going on in your life that they can be praying about. We're going to talk today about what that looks like and why it all matters. 
If you're following along in your Build Your Board guidebook, you're going to be taking notes for this one on page 10. And this is a note-taking episode. There are a lot of notes to take. So here's my Build Your Board conversation with my friends, Shereen and Micah Eldridge. Shereen and Micah, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Great to be here. Yes. Shereen, so excited. people know you already online via me to some degree. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) because y'all are a family who has chosen to observe Sabbath, even though you have little and you you have bigger kids now. But from your whole time of having kids, Sabbath has been a rhythm for you. Yeah, it has. has, Yeah, it's been a growing rhythm. Yeah, Um, we don't do it perfectly, but we shoot for it regularly. Yeah, Yeah. like weekly, Micah. Are y'all really trying for weekly? I mean, that's the goal. We, We say we do it, and then it just looks different almost. In different seasons, it looks different mm-hmm, yeah. based off what our kids are doing or what church life looks like, like if we have an event, things like that. Yeah. yeah. But we try to say we Sabbath for the most part weekly. Yeah. 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 Will y'all kind of tell your where you are, what you do, kind of why are you the people on the prayer team episode? Yes. Because I was hey, a so- bridesmaid in your wedding. Is that why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Because we're friends. That's right. That's right. So I am a lead pastor, brand new as of March of this year um, at LifeGate Church here in Omaha, Nebraska. And one of the things, and and Shereen works on staff as well, pastor of our discipleship groups, women's, a lot of things like that. Dream come true that we get to do this together. Um, And when I first came on staff here 15 years ago to be the college pastor, one of the first things the lead pastor at the time, his name's Les Beecham, one of the things that he encouraged us to do is to build a prayer team. Hmm. Thankfully, we this church has a long history of prayer. Um, we really do believe in the significance of it, always have. And it just was kind of one of the almost like requirements. If, if you're going to be a part of our really? staff. We think, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like if you don't get one, you're going to be fired. But it was a strong, like we really do believe that the fruitfulness of your ministry and the health of your family will be in large part influenced by those who are praying for you. And mm-hmm. so you need to build a team. Yeah. One of the reasons I wanted y'all to do this is that you have taught me how to do this and how much it is absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I've had a prayer team for a year, less than a year since the beginning of this year, and it has shifted things significantly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that true for y'all? I mean, so I guess for 15 years, have you had the same people praying for you for 15 years? Okay. (laughs) It's been quite the journey. This is a whole thing. I would say we even, I mean, it was so new to us coming on staff here. Obviously, I mean, you know, we have a history of we, we believe in prayer. Like that is who we are at our core. I mean, we went to the same campus ministry. So, you know, like it was infused into who we are from day one. So we knew the importance of prayer and like why we needed to do it, why we want people to pray for us. But I think the journey to the vulnerability of letting people in, in that way Mm. to pray for you is that was a whole thing for us. I was not as, I was not as ready to be that vulnerable as probably even he was. Well, this was like, this is a new community for us 15 years ago, coming from Georgia, really brand, like we knew nobody other than a handful of the pastors. But as far as the congregation, we didn't know anybody. And so trying to invite people into a relatively like trusted, very trusted, but relatively intimate place in your life. It took us a while to feel comfortable with that. It took us a while to find the right people. We've had different versions of prayer Mm -hmm. teams and different 
ministries that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting in our episode that people heard a couple of days ago about counseling. The counselor and I talked about how does a pastor find a counselor? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a thing. Yes. We both have I counselors. Have. Yes, I found a great one. He's amazing. <laughs> but yeah. it's hard, right? I mean, it's hard to be that vulnerable as the leader of the flock. Yes, it is. It is. It really is. So um, actually, as far as the counselor goes, as I we're, we've been in this three-year leadership transition and I knew as I was preparing to step into the lead pastor role, I've got to have a counselor. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, I found somebody who was great for that. And, and it was was a similar process with a prayer team. And the difference is we both have to feel good about the people and not yeah. just me or not right. just Shereen. And yeah. so there's a lot of conversation about what do you think about this person? Being a pastor, depending on the culture that you're in, sometimes people want to be a part of that team. But, you know, none of us have perfect motives in anything we're doing. Certainly. Sometimes it's the person who just wants to, you know, wants to get a little inside scoop, wants to know a little bit more. Um, they, they're genuine and sincere, but you have to you have to be careful about um, kind of where where the heart is mm-hmm. and how the connection, what the chemistry will be like. Shereen, will you talk a little bit about how having people pray, or just prayer in general, has mattered to y'all, especially recently? I mean, if you'll just tell the story, however y'all want to tell it. That I don't know how y'all are telling the story yet, but however you want to tell, will you tell it? It feels like it's different every time. I, I, I would say first for for both of us, like it's been a journey in how we both are vulnerable with different people in different seasons, right? And prayer is actually very vulnerable. Like you're asking someone, you're inviting them into a very intimate place in your life and to commune with God, which is a very intimate relationship as well. And it, for me, I just know the value of it. And so I am, I've always been a little more hesitant with that. I think it, for me, it goes all the way back to, I don't know if you remember, but when Mike and I first got married, I was having like terrible headaches, Yeah, like right after I came from Africa and he it was, I was miserable. And yeah, I it was when we lived in the same neighborhood. Yes. yes. And I barely told anybody about it. And he finally kept saying, we've got to tell at that point we were on staff at, at Wesley. We've got to tell our intern staff. We, we, they need to pray for you. And I was reluctant to let people pray. <laughs> I didn't want to let them in. And then we finally told the team and I remember everyone surrounding us and mm-hmm. we both just broke and wept and God healed me yeah. wow. from that point forward. And for me, that was like a turning point of remembering, wait, some things God wants to do yeah. in a community of prayer, mm-hmm. not just me and God. Right. <laughs> um, wow. And so that really, I have to keep going back to that. Mm-hmm. It's like God reminding me, no, you Shereen, you need people in your life that you're going to share things with who are going to be faithful to pray for you, who love you. And they will hold it just as precious as you do. Mm. And they'll take it to God in the same way. And that really is what helped me get to a good place with building a prayer team. He was there before I was. And even like finding people, he was like, yeah, let's ask this person and this person and this person. I I trust everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And I was not there. And so we've had to have a lot of conversations. We had one prayer team for a season that we loved and were so like, we did ministry with them here on, Mm -hmm. um, they weren't on staff. They were some of our leaders Mm -hmm. and we had great relationship with them and connection with them. Mm -hmm. And I remember even, calling them up. We were going through a season here at the church 
where we were looking for, um, Michael was going to be the next pastor potentially at one of our campuses. And we were trying to buy a campus. Like no one knew any of this. Right. And so who do you share these things with? Mm -hmm. And I finally was like, I'm going to tell our prayer team. We need other people praying for us because we have no one else we can share this with. And they Mm -hmm. partnered with us. They held it confidential, but they carried it before the Lord in the same way that we felt it was precious to carry. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But then most recently. Yes. So I don't know if you want to start. So um, back in July, I had a stroke. And so um, this was a a really scary moment in our lives. Obviously, Shireen was amazing through this whole thing. I woke up one morning and my left hand was not working very well. And I'm, I've always been throughout my whole life. I've had all kinds of injuries. I am, I downplay whatever I'm feeling is like, it's temporary, whatever. So he would have gone to work that day. So I thought he was going to go to work. So I I thought maybe my, uh, I thought I'd slept on it funny. You know how like your hand falls. I would think the same. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just got up and took a shower and I, as I'm getting your arm at all, I could lift my arm, but my hand, my left hand was just floppy. And so I was like, you shower. just were going to go to work, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I was like trying to um, just get ready as I was like trying to do my hair and stuff. It was just, my hand was flopping. I was like, okay, this is not coming back to life. I yeah. kept like trying to do this, trying to get it to come back to life. Um, and so got fully dressed and then Shereen was still sleeping. I was going to go to work early that day. And I said, Hey, by the way, um, I, my left hand is feeling really funny right now, but I think it's going to be okay. And when I said that, I started slurring. And so um, she, her eyes got huge and said, that's a big deal. Jumped out of bed. I asked, did you have any other symptoms? And then he kept talking more and I could tell, I was like, this isn't right. This isn't good. And I hopped right out of bed and I started moving. I'm like, we're going to the hospital. Did you wake up the kids? Y'all have four kids. Did you wake them up? No, it was too early and it was summer so they could sleep in. And we, um, we went straight to the hospital on the way he's voice texting our prayer team first. I couldn't, I couldn't, he couldn't type, but he's voice (laughs) texting them. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not in his, I mean, I'm in hysterics, but I'm not like, I just knew I need to get to the hospital. I need to get to the hospital. Um, And it was, I would say for sure, the scariest moment, terrifying, the scariest moment of our lives for me so far. Um, And we've been in some pretty, we've lived in other countries and done other things. And, you know, like, but that was for sure the scariest, scariest moment. And so, so we before they, out. let me ask you a question. Before they even started praying, why was it relieving for you to reach out to them? Or was it? Was it relieving? Did it feel different once you told them? I mean, we just knew, like, I mean, if we're going to make it through whatever is happening, I, I think when, you know, my, my tendency to downplay everything shifted really quickly mm. as I started slurring. And then it became like panic mode. Mm-hmm. But the way that I handle panic is I just I just get really quiet and and I just sat there yeah. and I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to put any strain on my body, but internally. Very was, different from my panic right, mode. Yeah, yeah. She was all over the place. I'm and I was just deeply calm, um, at least on the outside, but yeah. on the inside, major panic. And we just knew like we've got to we've got to know that people are praying for us right, right. now because I mean, we're just so convinced that prayer shifts things prayer matters and we've seen it do it but we've seen god do it before through yeah it doesn't just make us feel good because we like there's something about it one of the things we told our church afterwards because so many people prayed for us through this whole process was i'm so thankful that we don't know what would have happened had we not prayed wow 
you know, you kind of have, yeah, we all have skeptics in our life who are like, eh, just, you know, you got lucky. It worked out like yeah. good thing. You know, the, 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 the clock went where it did and not somewhere else, but um, we'll never know what the alternative was had we not prayed. And I, I want to live life that way. I want I to live life in such a way that so much of what we do is so covered in prayer that I'll never know what yeah. would have happened had we not. I, I don't want to know what would have yeah. happened. So yeah, we just, we just knew in that moment. Um, and we have people on our team who are just, this is the thing about a prayer team. It doesn't matter if you're a pastor, a person who's, who's not in minute, like just for the general public, everybody, Find people in your life who are given to prayer. Yeah. Just wow. given to prayer. Like we all have people who love us, hopefully. We got people who care about what's going on. You might have people who will bring you a meal when you're sick. But we have identified some people who we put a ton of trust in and who are just they're just given to prayer. Yeah, it's they just, just what pray. they do. It's they how, are a lot of them already were praying for us. Yeah. They had told us that. Yeah. yeah. And so we're like, why not invite you in? So I felt completely like they, we knew that is who we needed to reach out. Mm-hmm. They were, really were, I think, the first people yeah. we texted. Yeah. And, yeah, and they were. then I started, we started texting people to take care of our kids and, and let certain people know. But because we knew they would pray. We knew they would pray immediately, like no matter what. Yeah. And so yeah. I believe that that shifted things. I drove us to the hospital in like, I mean, no Less time. than five no minutes. Time. It's very I close. We <laughs> I don't know how we, I didn't make a wrong turn. I didn't get us in a wreck. <laughs> I was, yeah. the fact that we even made it there, I'm like, yeah. they prayed. <laughs> I made it. Yeah. I didn't take a wrong turn. Yeah. We got right in. Like there's just so many elements when we look back now that I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I am convinced that this is yeah. because we had people immediately reaching, like pounding the door of heaven for us. Yes. Yeah. Turns out after like d- just the short version of once we got there, by the time they realized what was going on, by the time they were that I had had a stroke and that I might still be having a stroke, they didn't know, um, you know, they rush you into a CT scan, those types of things. The clot had dissolved on its own. I mean, I had, on its own. Yeah, uh, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. All right, Lord, we see you. Yeah. And um, I started to like the fact that it was a small stroke in a durable part of my brain. Um, and so the, my brain was able to kind of absorb what happened. I mean, you could see the brain damage, but it's a, it's a part of your brain that can handle it. The, and the fact that um, there's no lasting side effects, like all of that was like, you could say you got lucky, but like, I just, I don't buy it. I don't either. <laughs> like, people we, we people just, began yeah. to pray as soon as we got in that car and everything started getting better after that. And I just believe that that was because people prayed. Yeah, so there are friends of ours listening who haven't had that experience with prayer. Right. Yep. Right. We know that. Certainly mm-hmm. everyone has prayed for things that have not happened yep. and have yep. prayed for things and God has done miracles. So we've all yep. experienced, if you have ever prayed more than once, you've experienced yep. the spectrum of God answers miraculously mm-hmm. and he answers in a way we don't understand. Yep. Yep. Y'all know I'm all about ButcherBox because they are bringing me 100% grass-fed beef, organic chicken, pork that is raised crepe-free, and wild-caught seafood straight to my doorstep, y'all. I don't have to grocery shop, and I truly love their selections. All of their meats are humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. You can pick from a curated box, which is what I do, or customize your own, and ButcherBox has free shipping 
always. It's not just the convenience of having these perfectly curated selections delivered straight to me. It's the mental break ButcherBox saves me from standing in that section of the grocery store trying to figure out what I'm going to make and what will be good for the right price. When it comes to ButcherBox, I know I can make a ton of turkey burgers to have on hand, pop them in the oven, and be set with the basic building blocks of my meals for the week. Plus, they're absolutely delicious, y'all. They are so good. ButcherBox is giving us a special deal. Y'all get this. Sign up today using the code TSF, like that sounds fun, to receive ground beef for life. You guys, ground beef for life. Plus $20 off your first order. That's two pounds of ground beef free in every box for the lifetime of your membership. Plus $20 off your first order when you sign up at butcherbox.com slash TSF and use the code TSF. That's butcherbox.com slash TSF and use the code TSF. And I have one more amazing partner to tell you about, Haya Health. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. You remember them. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk growing kids should never eat. So that's why Haya was created. The pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin my mini BFFs will love. Haya is made with zero sugars and zero gummy junk and fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full-body nutrition that kids need with a great taste that they love. Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then filled with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and more. Plus, your kids get to decorate the bottle with these really fun stickers, which is so cute. And Haya is sent straight to your door so you don't have to worry about another thing on your shopping list. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order and to claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash that sounds fun. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash that sounds fun to get 50% off your first order and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. And now back to our Build Your Board conversation with Micah and Shireen. That sounds fun. Talk about, well, I'm going to spoil the ending. If you'd have quit praying last time the Lord didn't answer, what might have happened in this? Right? How do we We persevere in prayer when the story doesn't go that way? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I I, I so often go back to Jesus's repetitive words, ask anything in my name and it will be given to you. It'll be done for you. And we, we have tried, I think, in kind of in a more rational world that we live in to qualify that statement. But what does it mean to pray according to God's will? What did in Jesus's name actually mean? Like, and I'm just not so sure that there needs to be a lot of qualifiers. On yeah, that. I, I think that. our part is to pray. Mm-hmm. His part is to act. And we have to resist the temptation to keep score. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. We just have to keep, we just have to keep doing what he invited us to do. And, and so one of the things that kind of really came to the surface for us in a very lived way through this whole thing was when the doctor said, you know, you have clearly had a stroke, the clot still may be in your brain. We have to rush you into CT. And if the clot is there, we're going to have to go right in and deal with it. It was a terrifying thing to hear because basically what that means is this could be getting worse. It could get worse. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. And I leaned over to Shereen and, and told her just, I think it was the first time in my life I said these words to her. I'm scared. Wasn't the first time I've actually been scared. It's the first time I've ever been scared enough to say it to her. And she prayed for me. We remembered a prophetic word that had been spoken over my life. But that was the Lord too. That was. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, 
there was this sense of we've done what we can do, which is pray. And now we just trust. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of the pray and yield concept. Like I'm going to ask and then I'm going to yield. I'm going to ask and then I'm going to yield. And in that moment, it was there was nothing we could do but yield mm. and decide that, Lord, if you want to, if I'm going to slur the rest of my life, um, if I'm not going to have good use of my left hand, if if, if it's going to affect my job, if it's going to affect my ministry, if it's going to affect my ability to, to be the kind of dad or husband I want to be, like that's that's your call. Yeah. Like it's not, not really my call. And so we ask, but then we have to yield. And, um, and I do, and my heart goes out to all those people who would say, man, I can, I can tell you the scorecard of all the things I've prayed for and haven't seen God really do. And we're just grateful that like we, we have a different story, but we, there's been other things where he hasn't answered the way we wanted him to. And, mm-hmm. and we chose not yep. to quit. And um, hopefully um, it's that combination of ask and yield yeah. that can keep people in that place of prayer and believing um, because um, it's, it's not up to us to keep score and mm-hmm. to even really understand the why behind everything. Mm-hmm. I think we ask and yield. Yeah. yeah. That is really helpful language. Ask and yield. Ask and yield. Can we talk for a few minutes about like the nuts and bolts of building a prayer team? Yes. Yeah. Because what if 20 minutes in, what I hope everyone is convinced of, what you have convinced me of before your stroke, Mike, I mean, I, I did this last fall to make a plan for this year, mm-hmm. is having a set of people praying for you, whether you're in public ministry or not. Whether you're, yeah. I mean, though Anybody. I will say, if you're in public ministry, this is a, this is an alarm episode for you. We are setting I, off an alarm for you. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, but if you're not, of course, people should be praying for you too. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I think there's a difference. You have to recognize the people in your life. That's why I think what you're doing through this whole series is so great because different people play different roles in your life. And so I think there are like, I still reached out to my friends to pray for us. Like we still reached out to Mm -hmm. our family, our friends, um, people who love and care about us. Mm -hmm. And I knew they would pray, but there are like, Micah said it before, there are people who have just, they know they have a call to intercessory prayer, where they are called to pray for people other than themselves, the church, the world, people in their lives. They listen to God in a way that maybe I don't, right? Like they have this call and this just heart connect to want to pray. Mm -hmm. And so what we have learned is find those people. How do you do that? How do you find them? How do you know? I, I think for us, it's, for me, it's people who already have been saying, hey, you know, I, I pray, we pray for you often. Ah. So there's like three people on our prayer team who they even were the ones first to tell us, we, we pray for you often. I pray for your kids by name. Wow. I pray for this. Um, and they check back in with us. Yeah. Hey, I heard you mention this. Yeah. Um, I've been praying for that. How's that going? Mm. Or they shared like an impression from the Lord or something. To me, those are the people, they're already doing it. Yeah. I want them on my team. Yeah. And then what I get to do is I get to practice vulnerability with them and I get to give them things that I do want someone praying into with us, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so I think some of it is that, but then I think there has to be a level of trust that is unique mm-hmm. and different, especially for people who are in like a higher level of ministry or leadership. You know, these are people we trust and we would share 
things that we probably wouldn't share with a lot of other people yeah. because they can carry it to the Lord and nowhere else. Yeah. And, um, they'll carry it in the same way we will. Mm-hmm. And that to me is important and precious. There have been people that he's been like, hey, let's, you know, think about this person or this person. And I, I will feel a check of like, mm, I'm not so yeah. sure. So we are always like in agreement on this because we know we're both sharing things yeah. and we both trust. Um, so I think that is a great place to start with who already is very faithful in saying, hey, you know, I pray for you often. You know, when you mentioned this, how's that going? Is there a right I- number of people? Is there like a set number you're supposed to have? I think it's whatever you're comfortable with, mm-hmm. that, but that you can keep up to date on your life. And so there, there is this kind of tension you have to live in, I think, with the prayer team is you do, you do need to have a number of people who you're willing to keep them up to date yeah. on what's happening. And so it, whether it's like a weekly text of like, hey, here's what we going, got going on this week, or here's how I'd like you to pray, or a monthly text, however you want to do email. it. Yeah, I do yeah. email. I do a monthly email. Uh, almost monthly. Yeah. Right. I'm going to do go. it this yeah. weekend, Shereen. I'm going to do it this weekend. It's coming. That, that brings to the second point is it's got to be people who you're a, a number of people and the type of people you're willing to keep up with. If it yeah. feels burdensome, like you've probably gone too far. Yeah. So, yeah. But then the other side is you need people who will also initiate the other way. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like, okay, if I don't keep up with them, I'm never going to hear from them. So our team, because we're not the best at always keeping them up to date, minute by minute. More they, crisis. Sometimes. Yeah, they do a really great job of just the occasional, hey, I haven't heard from you for a while. Yeah. Is everything okay? What can I be praying for? Yeah. Here's what I've been praying. Is You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they check in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mine do too. I mean, but part of it was I did a DTR in the first email, right, Shereen? I mean, my, Shereen and yeah. their, therefore Micah are also... Ooh on my prayer team and I did a DTR and I sent, I sent 11 people an email and nine people said yes. And one said no. And one didn't respond. Okay. Yeah. And so there it was. And I asked them to commit for one year. That's what I asked for. Did y'all, do y'all have a time window that you ask? We haven't. No, we just, it was kind of a, we did set, set the expectation on the front end. Yeah. Um, uh, like you're saying, the DTR, like, here's what we're asking of you. And would you be willing? Why don't you think about it first? Um, but we didn't put a time limit on it. I don't know. We, we I, I feel like we have, it's people here in our community. So we have close relationship with enough of them that if they needed to step off, that we would ha- be able to have that conversation mm-hmm. and that would be totally fine. No issues there if that needed to happen. But I, I do think like that initial, hey, this is what we're inviting you into yeah. is actually really important. I love the idea of the timeline for some people like that's helpful. Like, but here's the other thing I think is if they already have that desire and heart connect, like they're just going to, it just gets sweeter and more intimate mm-hmm. over time because you've grown that trust and vulnerability yeah. in a, in a, very unique relationship yeah. and usually keeps going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Les has kept his same, for the most part, same prayer team for years. Yeah. So. I predict not removing anyone next year, right. but yeah. my part of my personality is I want everybody to have an escape hatch whenever they want it. Yeah. So yeah. that's true. Yeah. I yeah. like saying we're going to do this for a year and then we'll re up if you want to re up, yeah. but you can also leave if you don't. I, Cause I also don't want someone feeling like, man, I had bandwidth in 23. I don't in 24, but I can't tell her that. Totally. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And I think that's where it has to be, not just an ongoing conversation about your life and how they're praying for you, but a check-in. 
in reverse to them every now and then to say, how is this going? Are you still feeling called to do this? Yeah. Um, has this has this worked? And even to get feedback from your team mm-hmm. of like, do y'all feel like y'all are hearing from me enough? Yeah. Too much? Am I bothering you? Is this, you know, does this feel life-giving to you? Does it feel like a heavy burden? To have those conversations from time to time mm-hmm. just to make sure everybody feels good. Yeah. 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 How often do y'all talk to your prayer team? So I have, so there's probably on two levels. I kind of have a little reminder to text my prayer team on a weekly basis, though I don't oh, always wow. do it. I don't always do it, but it's a, it's a quick text and it, it might say, here's what I'm preaching on this weekend, or here's what uh, we got going on. I'm feeling some stuff as a family. And, and it's, it's pretty high level, pretty quick stuff. Just quick update. Yeah. yeah. But I don't do it every week. I mean, it probably, you could ask them. It's, it's not as often as it should be. It probably shakes down to about once a month. And then also, though, there are people that we just see. We see them often. Right. I mean, some of them I see at church. One lady, almost every time I go to the grocery store, she's walking her neighborhood and yeah. I'll pull over. Yeah. You know, she'll give me a hug and we'll talk and catch up. So it's, um, it's we see each other in passing enough yeah. to where it's not just a text relationship. Yeah. It's, it's very organic. And that's one of the things we wanted. We didn't want it to feel kind of like this official team, that kind of had this, you know, like transactional. Yes. Yeah. We didn't want it to feel transactional. Yeah. We wanted relational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the interesting things y'all taught me that I had never thought about is you were like, you don't have to offer to pray for them. This does not have to be a two way street. You are asking them to be a one way street. Absolutely. Yeah. And that yeah. removed a ton of pressure for me because I was like, man, I'm, I got the girls I disciple. I got my friends. I got my family. I got my circles. Shereen, I've got my circles. If I'm yeah. building a prayer team, I can't add. I can't feel the responsibility that I have to know as much about each of their lives as they know about mine. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so good. And yep. I I think we kind of presented that as well with our team and they, they're great. Like, totally. We've slipped into this really great relationship. Though, here's the other thing, like we are, or Micah is their pastor in a sense too. And so there yeah. are, and me. Yeah, <laughs> and so y'all are their pastors, it's true. We care about them because we built relationship with them. Yeah. But it as the as them on our prayer team, like they know that role, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, it does relieve a lot of pressure in that way. Yeah, yeah. One of the wildest story. I think I I am not sure I've told you this story. One of the men on my prayer team. One morning I woke up and I thought, I wonder if he has anything for me, and I didn't do anything with it. I just thought it. The next day, mm-hmm. same. I woke up and I thought, I wonder if he has anything for me. And I was like, Annie, just send him a text. Just ask him. Yeah. And he says back to me, let me talk to my wife. There's something There's something that we've been praying for. And we did not know who the sentence was for, but I bet it's for you. Oh, my goodness. And then, and <laughs> hours later, he texts me back and goes, can we get on the phone? I said, yep. Yeah. Yes. And we get on the phone and he's like, this sentence we have had rolling around and I th- thought it might be for you. But then when you reached out, so the even the Holy Spirit going, Annie, ask Brad, yes. ask him. And then yeah. him going, let me confirm this with my wife because I think this is for you. And then mm-hmm. it, it, it it was a, it it is written at the top of my journal on the first page. Really? It is such an impactful wow. sentence. Wow. And, and so- it. Talk a little bit about your team hearing God for you and how you test that when it comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. I I value that so much. I mean, you know, we we value that a lot. We always have. And I think 
that was part of why we chose some of the people on our team. Yep. We know they hear God. Mm-hmm. They have a natural prophetic gifting, whether it's dreams or visions or just words from the Lord. And we know that they are faithful and obedient to share. Yep. Um, and so we've we've left it open. Hey, anything you hear or feel or whatever, we're open to receive it from yep. you. And sometimes they have, they've shared scripture or different things. Like just recently, one of the ladies on our prayer team, she didn't know this. She was telling me a dream she had about me, Micah and her and my daughter at a table. And mm. she had no idea. The fact I have been praying specifically for my daughter with a couple of different things in her life. And she was the one in that dream and she shared it to me. And I just started crying. And I'm like, yeah. you wouldn't know, but you've been so faithful to pray that God is going to speak to you for me mm-hmm. in ways that I couldn't have even like even verbalized to her. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what I mean. It, there is value in knowing these people. They are they will listen to God mm-hmm. and they will be obedient to share it when they know the time is right yeah. also to share just wisdom, yeah. discernment, having people who who have that level of wisdom, discernment, and just commitment to pray. Mm-hmm. It is so valuable. Yeah. Your wisdom strain is so annoying because <laughs> I want you to tell me when you have the dream, what the dream is. And very often you say, Annie, I had a dream about you last night and I think it's the Lord. I'm going to wait on it. And I'm like, Shereen, what did he look like? Shereen, what do we... <laughs> well, here's, what, here's the other thing. I like to share that I had a dream. I learned this. I Okay, Lindsay, who we both know, yes. Lindsay's really good at this too because for me, sometimes just even knowing that someone had a dream about me yes. is an encouragement. It's like, yes. okay, God, you still see me. Yeah. You still see me. You yeah. still are, you still, you, I'm in your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know what you're doing, yes. but I'm in your thoughts. And so I like to even share that because I'm like, I just want to encourage that person that God is putting you on someone else's mind. Yes. I, I don't know. Exactly you dream all the time, though. <laughs> Yeah, she does all the time. I mean, I don't ever have. It's such a gift. There is one dream. I mean, Shereen, you know this. And we will tell the story at some point. It's not right yet. I'm going to be annoyingly wise in the moment as well. But you had a dream about my career that I cling to because we have not seen it yet. But in the dream. Way early. That was way early. The blue one. Oh, that was more recent. Yeah. Yeah. The blue one. And where I'm wearing all blue. And yes. And in, well, part of the dream is Annie knows what, uh, what the rest of the team doesn't know yet. So Annie has to call the team to what she knows. And Mm -hmm. I, I cling to it. I cling to it. We'll see if God does it. What I cling to is God saying, Annie, it is right for you to know what they don't and for you to see what they can't see. That's the right part. So it is so helpful. It is so helpful. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to share about one of our amazing partners, ZocDoc. You know that feeling when you finally find the thing you've been searching for on the internet? After spending hours researching and reading thousands of reviews, you find it and it checks literally all your boxes and has five stars. Oh, and it arrives in 48 hours. 
So why is it that you can get the most random, wonderfully reviewed thing from around the world in just two days? But if you want to see a good doctor, it can take forever to get an appointment. Not to mention, how do you know if they're even good? Thankfully, there is a way. It's called ZocDoc, a place to find and book great doctors who actually have amazing reviews, many with appointments available within 24 hours. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is just 24 to 48 hours, and that is it. You can even score some same-day appointments. And once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with the receptionist. You're getting your docs in order. So go to ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash that sounds fun. ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun. And one last amazing partner to tell you about, Pros. Did you know that you can get custom made to order hair care by switching to a custom routine from Pros? It is one of the best things I've done for my hair. All you do is take their hair consultation quiz. I loved it. We love a quiz. And answer questions on everything from the climate where you live to the issues you have with your hair, your hair type and texture, and your eating habits. They analyze 85 personal factors and then handpick clean ingredients that get you closer to your hair goals with every wash. They took my answers to their in-depth hair quiz and created a unique formula for my answers. And if I ever need to change my answers, you know, because my address changes, like I'm in New York for two months or the seasons change, their review and refine tool allows me to go in and tweak my information so I can make sure I'm getting the most helpful to me formulas. Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Custom made-to-order hair care from Pros has your name all over it. Literally, it's on the bottle. So take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your subscription plus $20 off your first subscription order today. Go to pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun for your free in-depth hair consultation and an extra $20 off. Okay, now back to our Build Your Board conversation with Micah and Shireen. That sounds fun. To me, one of the interesting things about dreams is you could ask the question, why didn't you just give it to me? Like, why can't I about me? But I, I think the Holy Spirit is going to always actively work against isolation when wow. it comes to the And so like her story from earlier about her migraines, like there are certain things the Lord's going to do in community that he's not going to do in the prayer closet. Mm-hmm. And it's not because he can't hear you. It's not because your prayers aren't strong enough. Yeah, it's right. not because you're not anointed enough. Yes. It's simply because I'm reserving this one for community. I'm, I'm reserving this one for the body. And so every time Shireen has a dream about somebody, there's a connection there. there yeah. There's opportunity for someone to receive from her, for her to receive from somebody. Every time your prayer team has a word for you, it just builds the body mm-hmm. together. Yeah. So. yeah. Micah, will you talk for a second? Will you pastor our single friends in building right. a prayer team? So I have men on my prayer team that are married to other people. Yeah. There's a wisdom there that I have to be thoughtful. Yep. It's when, Honestly, it's the reason I don't text my prayer team is because mm-hmm. I wanted to be really right. thoughtful about yeah. engaging in this level of connection with mm-hmm. other people's husbands. And so I thought email feels like the way for me to control my own self. 
right? Yeah. So, so talk about to our single friends who is a good idea and who isn't a good idea to have on your prayer team. How does it change when there's one of us deciding who it is versus two of us deciding who it is? Will you pastor our singles a little bit on how to build a prayer team? You probably can do it better than I, but I'll, I'll share a few thoughts. One, don't do um, <laughs> prayer team dating, which is, <laughs> right. I like this person. I'm going to invite them onto my prayer team. And Say we can that. Build a team. Um, that like, is don't just, do it. Even if you think God is saying do it, don't do it. Don't, like ask them on a date. Don't, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Don't, don't do it. No. That is right. Yes. Um, you want you your prayer team to pray for the guy that you want to marry or date. You don't want him to be in that group text. Absolutely. Yes, Micah, so, say that. Um, I think, and this goes really for anybody, but uh, but then I'll bring it into the singles, is all of us like survey the relationships we have in our life. Who is for you and who is given to prayer? Mm-hmm. Who's for you and who's given to prayer? Like that starts to narrow the field. It could be a grandmother. It could be a sibling. It could, my sister is, she's not on our official oh. prayer. She is one of the most prophetic voices in Dude, my life. You know, Every she birthday. Prays. Yes. She prays. If we yes. could all pray like Mallory Eldridge. I know. I know. The world would be low on problems and high on faith if we all were prayed like she did. <laughs> so true. So true. So she, every every birthday, she sends me a card with a word in it wow. for the year. So I think surveying your relationships, and everyone does that. Um, who's for you, and who's given to prayer? Um, and then for for the single people, I think discerning the why. Like, why am I inviting this person onto my team? Yes. I, it's not, the, it's not to, to try to build an emotional relationship. It's not to build a connection. These are people that you already have a healthy connection and good chemistry with. Mm-hmm. The prayer team is not the place to cultivate something new. No. It's really the place to build on what's already there and just make it more intentional. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's just creating intentionality around their relationship that they already have with you and their heart that they already have in prayer. And so I think having some wisdom there, and then I think, and you do this so well, so many, so many people can get away from this, but like just seek counsel from people around you. Mm-hmm. Here's who I'm thinking about. What do, what do you think about this person? Um, do you feel like this would be a good, a good step and a good person to fit, fit the team and the dynamics is always a good thing. So where the two of us can say, what do we think about this couple or this person? I think for the single person, who are some of your best, most trusted friends? Mm-hmm. Uh, it might not even be a part of your prayer team, but they're a part of giving you counsel on how to build a prayer team. And who are the people in your life who could fit that? That's another reason I wanted to do the one year is because I don't yet have a partner to bounce off who it is. I'm like, yeah. well, after a year, if this person isn't in my life anymore for one reason or another, if this person I get to readdress and rebuild. And yeah, so yeah. that was one That's of my, my Shereen, what other, do you have other thoughts on particularly being wise relationally when you're building a prayer team? I think, I mean, I am a, I'm very tight with what I keep <laughs> and yeah. give away. Yeah, you're yeah. not tight with what you keep, Shereen. You're tight with what you give away. <laughs> yeah. So I am very, I always want to tell people like, mm-hmm. who are the people who are going to carry the things as, to the level of preciousness as you do? Mm-hmm. And like, are they going to carry it just at, because you're sharing things that are deep in your heart. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully yeah. if you get to that place, yeah. you're not just sharing, hey, pray for this you know, I mean, we do say pray for his sermon, pray for this thing we're doing with our kids, whatever. But then there are going to be times where you're going to share these deeper parts of you. Mm-hmm. Hopefully mm-hmm. I, I want them to pray for these deeper parts. And I want yep. them to, I want these people to carry it just as 
preciously as me and God do. And that is so important to me. Very important. And so I would tell everyone, like, who who do you know that will carry it with that same value alongside you? That's, I think that's the most important thing. That's well said. Yeah. My email I send, as y'all well know, my email I send, the first little section is, here's how God answered since the last time you prayed. Because I also want y'all to know that like, things have shifted when you pray. Yeah. That's encouraging. I always appreciate that about you. And I, we're not great at that. And I told him, I was like, Annie always tells yeah. us, here's what's changed. And I follow up and I'm like, we got to do that. That's mm-hmm. helpful. I mean, there was one situation at work that y'all were like the front row watching it go from dark to light. I mean, it mm-hmm. was wild. It was wild. So I always mm-hmm. start with that. And then I tend to give you like, here's what's happening in work. And here's what's coming on the calendar. And then here's my personal life and what yes. I want, you know? That's, and so it is, it, it's been really helpful to me, thanks to y'all's teaching me this last year of like, if I categorize everything, then when it's time to send the email the next month, I just pull up that email and go, oh my yeah. gosh, that is resolved. That is resolved. That is still messy. That is, yeah. you know, I mean, I think a lot of New York happening was y'all praying it into that being the decision that we all knew to make together. I love that. That's so, awesome. yeah. see, and that's fun to be like because I'm on your team. I I experience the other side, so now I'm like, yeah. oh, we got to do better with our team. <laughs> yes. And it's really good because I enjoy hearing like that builds my faith mm-hmm. when I hear that something shifted for you. It grows my faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would tell people building a prayer team, don't don't say no for that person yet. Like you're inviting wow. them into God's story, into something he's doing in writing, and they might need to be a part of it for their own growth, yeah. for their own faith. I mean, we know we've been a part of other people's journeys, interceding for different people, for healings, for stories situations, whether they've happened or not, we've gotten to be a part of it. And now it's now a part of our story. Yes. And that's powerful. Yes. I agree. That is such a gift. Yeah. I, it has changed my I'm as I'm having this revelation as we're sitting here that I haven't sent an email in two months. And every time <laughs> I sit down to do it, I'm always like, oh, I'll get to it. It's on my to-do list all the time. And then I'm like, wouldn't the enemy love for me to quit sending that email? Because every time I send it, something shifts. Yeah. And here I am. And if, if there's one tactic he has on repeat in my life, it is distraction. Yes. And, yeah. and I'm mm-hmm. like, my gosh, I wasn't even going to take my computer on the airplane today to my speaking event. And now the only reason I'm taking it is I'm sending this email. So Shireen, hold me to it. If you don't have it by, by tonight, call me out on it. We got to send it. Yeah, um, that's good. Okay. What are we not saying about prayer teams that you want to make sure we say? Is there anything? I mean, there's a lot to learn, of course, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, keeping, keeping, we're kind of saying it, but I'll, I'll just uh, say it a little differently, keeping them encouraged. Um, so yeah. when they can hear what the outcomes are, yeah. when you can remind them and just um, thank them. You know, there, there might be one or two times throughout the year where you do, you're not, you're not daily, weekly pastoring them necessarily, but a time where you want to like somehow say thank you. Yeah. Do y'all somehow. pay them? No. no. Do you give them a Christmas gift? I'm sure there's some jewels in heaven. <laughs> yeah, the Lord um, pays them. Exactly. Um, no, written, I think we've written thank you notes in the past and yeah. maybe given gifts to different okay. people and or if they've stepped off or things like that in different seasons. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good yeah. for me to know. I'm like, oh my gosh, I should send a Christmas gift. <laughs> I, I think I would also say, I, I know we're talking about sharing like the things God did and like cheering alongside, but I would say share failures too. Yeah. Like not failures, but like 
moments that maybe God didn't come through in the way we were praying yeah. because it's going to connect us also in an important way. I don't want anyone to shy away from that to think, oh my gosh, I can only share the yeah. things when they pray and it actually happens. Mm, yes. Like we all need to walk through that, like that feeling of my prayers didn't get answered mm. in the way I think they should have been answered. Yes, yes. Um, we all need to walk through that. And walking through that actually together is so much better sure. than yeah. by yourself and in your own thoughts and disappointments. Yeah. So doing that together, still sharing like, hey, that didn't turn out the way I thought it would. Mm. Because then they can also encourage you, mm-hmm. but you can also walk through it together. Yeah. I think that's really important too. Mm-hmm. That's really good. All right, y'all. There we go. I feel like y'all need to make some sort of resource that we can download and just like, here's how you build a prayer team. So if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> Plenty good yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it well. We're still, we're still figuring it out as we go as well. No, it's amazing. Okay, the last question we always ask, Micah and Shireen, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. So, um, Like together or we can have our own? You can have your own. You are The two have become one except when it comes to fun. You can still be two. Clearly doesn't want me to be a part of it. So I'll say there's a lot of things that sound fun. Actually doing them, sometimes I don't always have time for. But this summer we discovered, I know everyone in the world is probably saying (laughs) this, but we discovered the joy of family pickleball. I knew you were going to say pickleball. So has everyone said that recently? No, no, no. I mean, a lot of people are feeling it. Yeah, some people are saying it. Yes, um, but it has, uh, it was so much fun. And all four of our kids you know, with their ages, um, they can all do it. They now. can all do and it. Are y'all like putting a court out in the street? Not yet. Not yet. No, we find places. No, we just try to find local yep. spots and we'll yeah. go with friends too. And they love it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Hey, pickleball. I understand why yeah. it's so addictive. Yeah. I think my, I would agree with that, but I would say right now we're in a sweet season where our kids have all kind of found their little niche. Yes. Like things that they're doing and they love it, and it yeah. makes me love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not picking them up from a practice, and they're telling us how horrible it is. Like, they can't wait to watching go to their – yeah, watching them do the things they love right yeah. now. Like, Laylee's in show choir, and watching her show choir is, like, so fun. She is so talented. She's so yes. talented. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Yeah. So it's fun. That's fun yeah. for me. And you're yeah. raising Georgia Bulldogs out there in the middle of the Nebraska oh, cornfields. Really? I'm so proud. It's Absolutely. easy when we keep winning national championships. Yeah, and Nebraska's not having their like best year yet. So no. so it is pretty easy. But it's yeah. nice to see that red and black out there on your Instagram. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah. So well, I love y'all. Thank you for making time to do this. And thank you for teaching me to have a prayer team. It is it has changed my life. I'm so glad. I know. I'm so, so glad. So Thanks great. for having us. Oh, you guys, aren't they the best? Shireen and Micah are just amazing. And listen, tomorrow we have a short, quick conversation with Shireen and Micah that you're going to hear here on the That Sounds Fun podcast about what if you want your pastor to be on your board? What if you want your pastor to be on your board? That is an important question that we need to answer. So Shireen and Micah, talk us through that tomorrow. So make sure you're subscribed. Stick around here. That will be up for you on Friday on the That Sounds Fun podcast feed. 
Make sure you're following Trina and Micah and thank them for being on the show. And if you are in Omaha, LifeGate is a beautiful church and Micah and Trina are incredible pastors. So I tell you to check it out and meet me there in the spring at the Women's Conference. Y'all come on wherever you are. Y'all come to Omaha in the spring. It'll be fun. And listen for a full list of all the additional resources for our Build Your Board series. Just go to anniefdowns.com slash buildyourboard. You can also get the guidebook there so you can take notes and work through all these questions. And if you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And follow along to That Sounds Fun Instagram at That Sounds Fun Podcast. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I'll do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is going on a walk in Central Park. The weather is beautiful, so I'm going to go do that at some point today. Y'all have a great Thursday. We'll see you back here tomorrow for that bonus episode, that short little conversation with Shereen and Micah about what do you do if you wish your pastor was on your board of directors. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Yeah.